0: So it's that time of year again. The stores are full of candy sales, tons of costumes on the racks at our favorite stores. And the question is brought up once again, should Muslims celebrate Halloween? Why or why not? If you're curious about the answer, stay tuned to find out. Assalamualaikum. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How is everybody doing? I'm so... (laughs) kind of torn about today i'm torn about whether or not to talk about this subject because people can get really heated about it like one side or the other but i thought we'd bring a really interesting twist in how to answer the question of if muslims should celebrate halloween today and i think if we could come with a different angle we might be able to really really consider if it's something that we should be doing for ourselves, for our family for our kids because obviously once we start these types of um you know, things in our family, they kind of usually carry on for generations. And obviously as Muslims, we don't wanna do the wrong things because we can take sins from generations to generations. So what is the answer? That is what we're gonna cover today. And for those of you don't know, I'm a mindful Muslima. Um, I'm a mama of five, and I'm kind of like a big sister in the community that's constantly answering questions on love, relationship, life hacks, um, anything related to a mindful life as a Muslima. And we're constantly trying to bridge the gap between the Sunnah and um, you know basically this modern life that we have. And and Halloween is definitely one of those. And you know, let me tell you what you're not gonna get out of today. <laughs> What you're not going to get out of today is me referencing a whole lot of scholarly texts. Now, that is something really important that we should do. But the truth is, this is not a podcast where I'm like an imam and I'm going to give you like a fatwa on a particular item. This is a a podcast where we talk about mindful living. And I am going to refer to some some stuff from the sunnah, but I'm definitely not going to get heavy into that stuff because you should only take that stuff from a faqih, guys. You should never just take it from anyone that's actually not even permissible. So I don't speak where I'm not permissible to speak, but I will speak on what I can speak. So that's what we're going to share today. We're still going to address this issue and a new kind of a twist in a way that I hope will get you really thinking about this holiday and tons of other holidays as they come into your life this year on your calendar. Now, there are so many mothers who truly love their children and they want them to be happy, they want them to feel good to be able to fit in that 's really hard for our kids and If your kids are in private school, it might not be as hard Islamic school, but once you have them in the public school system, it does kind of become an issue because schools start to throw parties, kids start mentioning that they need costumes, and then we're put in the situation right so what can we do now I don't care if you're a Muslim a Christian a Buddhist or any other practicing person I have had this conversation with so many mothers it's not just a religious thing guys it really actually isn't it's also about how we ultimately want to raise our children it's about us conveying to our children what our core beliefs are as a family and then us pretty much staying true to what those core beliefs are. So it's about time we make sure that we properly guide our children and follow through with our actions and decisions as parents in ways that are super healthy for them psychologically and spiritually. So Halloween, hmm, is it just a harmless holiday or is it something that your kids should participate in. So I'm going to end up leaving the decision ultimately up to you. So don't look for me to answer it for you. I'm not into that. I'm into, um, giving you, you know, solid answers on things. And sometimes, you know, just prodding and poking to where I can get you to start to think about what works for you. Because, you know, a lot of moms, they, they ask me like, Oh, what should I do with this? What should I do with that? Now, I'm not living in your house. I'm not in your community. I'm not in your children's school. I'm not in your house to understand the dynamics of your kids. Now, the rules of Islam are the rules of Islam. That definitely doesn't change. doesn't matter where you live, the time period. Alhamdulillah, the Quran is timeless. That's the beautiful thing. And that's why I always trusted I'm not worried. But the truth is some stuff in life, you know, you have to break it down for yourself and understand what you believe and what, what, you know, how you're going to address things. So instead of giving you just like the flat out answer, which I think is not the thing to do on this type of a subject, instead, I'm going to give you four points that I'm going to, I'm going to share in a minute that have helped me to really review my own beliefs and solidify my own decision on this exact topic and other holidays, to be honest. And it's helped me to decide what's best for my family. And so when when I thought about it in this angle, it really made it like clear to me because sometimes we hear all these opinions, you know, oh, this hadith says this, Quran says this. People have the same problem with birthdays, guys. Can we celebrate birthdays? Some people are like, definitely. Some people are like, haram. And so, you know, it becomes that really awkward conversation. So let's not make it that. It's actually totally unnecessary. So let's dive right in. And right before I do, I did want to give one quick shout out to mindful, mini mindful Muslims. And that's because they're just honestly an amazing, amazing page. And I'm constantly on their page and looking at, um, the stuff that they put out there for kids and they actually have um, some amazing products and I've actually recently used one of them for mindfulness and calming of my child and it's really really nice so I did want to give them a shout out because they are constantly sharing my content on their IG and I share theirs as well because I really truly find it beneficial for the community especially as Muslims they're another type of company that's like bridging the gap between like sunnah and modern day and how to like approach your children when they have all types of emotions how to get them to have more health healthy thinking. I'm actually going to do some future podcasts on things like that as well. And, but yeah, they have really, really awesome content that, um, that they have. So you can go check them out as well. Okay. So let's dive right in. Let's go to, Should my children or your children celebrate Halloween or does it send a conflicting message for them? That's the question we're gonna answer today. And when we're deciding how to address Halloween with our children, I just want you to consider these four points, I'm gonna give you four points today. And inshallah ta'ala, if you can't like remember all of them, you can rewind and go back. But really, really, I just wanted to say that these really have helped me. And I just wanted to share them with you guys. And in the end, the choice is ultimately between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, so let's go into number one. The first thing I do when I'm trying to figure out like if there is any doubt between, you know, opinions, um, you know, some people say it's clear. Some people say there's not when I personally, as a mother, feel overwhelmed in trying to understand and grasp, and I've tried to kind of research and things are, you know, like I always go back to these same four points for anything in my life when I'm deciding if it's meant for my family. The first one is to ask yourself, does this celebration, right? And all of its elements fall in line with our personal beliefs and morals as a family now obviously we're a muslim family right so that goes back into like as a muslim family right does this celebration and all of its elements you can't just nitpick guys because it to your child they're gonna see it as a whole once mommy says halloween's a go then all of halloween and anything that has to do with it is a go okay so um, you know, so it does it fall in line all of, it, all of its elements with our personal beliefs and morals as a Muslim family. Now, again, this can apply to a mom with any religious background, not just a Muslim mom, to be honest. Um, it could actually be a, uh, a Catholic or Christian or even Jewish because um, I used to teach in the classroom and I had many mothers actually who were Catholic and Buddhist who would pull me aside as the teacher of the classroom and, and ask me not to allow their children to participate in Halloween festivities. So I think we really need to, first of all, leave the idea that this is like haram for Muslims. It's haram for a lot of religious groups. People that really, really are um, have a particular opinion about their faith, if they're Catholic or Christian and they're holding tight to their version of that or Judaism, or Buddhism, um, many of them do not actually, um, those parents want their children to participate anyway. So I think that should take a little bit of the pressure off of us as Muslims to feel like we're the isolated only ones who are always going against the grain. It's not true, guys. It's almost like a taboo in our culture, in the Western culture, to talk against any holidays that become big, right? And if if you don't agree, everybody makes you feel super weird and awkward, like, what's wrong? Why don't you want your child to have fun? Like the, all the, we need to stop actually playing into that and minding it all. Like I'm a huge believer of like I do my own thing. I beat by my own drum. If it's within my core beliefs for my family and it makes sense, I'm training and teaching small little people to be adults. I can't send conflicting messages. So the first thing I just wanted to shout out there is that like we are not the only people, the only religion that is not necessarily like usually like you know just jumping right in there wanting to celebrate Halloween there are many many religions that are reserved about the idea so um, it's not just a, about you know joining the crowd and stuff we have to actually decide what really works for our family and what makes sense so this is what I want you to consider do we believe in the religious significance of Halloween and guys there is a, a lot of religion involved in Halloween if you're not aware of that you can start watching YouTube videos or Googling. There is tons of stuff out of there on the origins of Halloween. Some of it might be slightly different than others, depending on where you're sourcing. But I'm going to tell you the honest truth. Um, it is definitely has a, like a lot of religious connotation to it. So we have to ask ourselves, do we believe in the religious significance of Halloween? Remember, we have to take all of it, or is it contrary to what we believe? Is the message of scaring or harming others even for our own amusement something we want our children to participate in, you know, consciously or unconsciously, and making them believe it's okay, right? Considering the content of many Halloween movies and scary activities, they kind of just portray some type of murdering, killing, scaring, harming, right? And do we want our children to fear other things as if they have more power than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Halloween has a lot to do with scariness and fear, And we're taught as Muslims that we fear only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't fear the jinn. We don't fear ghosts. We don't fear demons. We don't fear any of these things. So, hmm, is engaging in this something that is really aligned with our beliefs as Muslims in terms of the concept of fear? That's something to think about. Okay, let's talk about point number two, which is what I just briefly touched on. Do I know the origins and history of the celebration? I'm a huge believer in not just doing stuff because people do it, right? Because that's really dangerous, right? If we just start copying things, we don't actually know why things are that way. So one thing I always do is no matter what I decide to participate in with my family, I always make sure that I fully understand what it is, the ins and outs, and I've done my homework. I am responsible for my kids and their participation in various things. So are we as a family blindly following a celebration without even knowing anything about its symbolism and its significance guys it has a really dark past more than just cute little costumes right have i taken the time to be a responsible parent and even find out now we're all busy you know in our life and stuff like that but taking the step is really critical we can't just do things without knowing why or worse yet you know um allowing our children to understand the why of things so does this make sense you know, here I'm gonna end up trying to link for you some basic uh, resources of the origins of Halloween, but I do want you to understand it's something as parents we should be responsible for, finding out the backgrounds of things that we make our children participate in. Okay, so now that we have considered the first two points, just thinking back, the first one was, ask yourself, does this celebration and its elements, all of them fall in line with our personal beliefs and morals as a Muslim family? And if you're not a Muslim family, as a Christian family or as a Buddhist family, whatever it is that your family believes. Number two, have I taken the time to know the origins of this celebration or holiday that I'm like blindly following in society, whatever it is, and really understanding where it comes from so that I make sure that I'm doing something that matches my core beliefs and is not contrary to what we believe in our family. Number three, is my child fitting in quote-unquote is my child fitting in more important than having them follow what our core beliefs are I think sometimes for parents I mean I I know all parents at one point have come to a crossroads where their child's begging them to do something and they actually um might not want to allow them to do it but they feel compelled now some people give into this faster than others but um you know, for me, for myself, no matter what age my children were, it was always really important for me to stand for something. It's like that whole saying, right? You you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. So I really wanted my children, especially because I had daughters. I, first children I had were two daughters. I wanted them to see a strong woman and a woman who really, really only did what she felt comfortable with and understood as something that was part of her beliefs. And so I made sure that my children really just only did things that fit in with our core beliefs, not fit in with society. And I think that's the hard thing right now because sometimes it's just so easy to fit in with society, right? It's actually like way harder to go the opposite route. At the end, inshallah, I'm gonna give you some suggestions of alternatives should you choose not to participate this year. So there comes a point, like I said, when we have to do this. And I just wanted to say that um, many influential figures such as Muhammad, peace be upon him, Jesus, peace be upon him, Buddha, Gandhi, Socrates, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs, just a few, all right, were mocked or made fun of for their beliefs. And right now they are pivotal figures in society, okay? Despite enormous social pressures, they still dared to be different and today we're reading about them so i need us to just take a moment and understand that great moves you know are not always going to be appreciated by the society that we live in at the time and you know islamically as rasulullah said islam came as something that was strange and it will return as something that is strange so give glad tidings to the strangers. So we're never really meant to fit in, guys, but we spend such a hard time to do it. The way we style our hijabs, the way we style our clothes. Now there's a really big difference between trying to fit in and just like blend in and not be seen as a Muslim versus be a Muslim and just try to dress modern enough where you feel like, you know, you're, you're fitting in society but still maintaining your identity. There's a really fine line and we need to start to, like I said, question everything that we do so we make sure we're not crossing that line. And we wouldn't just think, you know, we we're never meant to fit in, but are we doing that? Are we trying to make our kids fit in because that's what's like, you know, on sale right now. So we're going to go buy that candy and kids are going to come to the door and we're just going to do that. Are we teaching our kids to be extraordinary, just like those great, um, you know, figures in history? Or are we teaching them just to be blind followers um, and do things that are against their core beliefs just because it's easy? So I'm just, I always ask myself that for any big decision I have to make. Okay, the last point is, is it more important to give my children what they want? This is what I ask myself. Is it more important to give my children what they want or what they need? Now, children will always naturally follow after the feel-good activities and desires. And, you know, it's totally natural in their sensitive developmental stages to do. Now, our job as parents is to guide them through their emotions and lead them away from impulses. And instead, guide them to more reflective and meaningful lifestyles. And that's kind of what Islam is, right? We just don't follow our gut and do whatever feels good. We do what is what is right and what is logical according to our, our core beliefs. And yes, they will complain. And I get I get all that. But it's it's like anything else. You know, we need we know what they need and we and we have to kind of like trust our own intuition as mothers after all if we left them to their desires i think most kids would like eat ice cream and candy uh, as if it's a food group probably like never bathe and stay up till two in the morning watching youtube or playing video games i mean let's just keep it real guys like we have to keep some type of guidelines for what is right and what is not right and again what will ground you in that your core belief system and i think that we all want to be better than just um you know average sometimes that means making really hard decisions that um they may not understand just yet when they get a little bit older maybe they will i know my children didn't quite 100 percent buy in but when they became mothers they were like mommy that was the best thing you ever did i know that must have been so hard for you i'm going through that now as my kids are begging and, and seeing and copying and feeling left out but i realize now that was like the best thing you ever did for me and i have 20 year olds so Hearing that from them as they become parents was really just solidifying to me that everything I did, they're like, you know, we did what we believed and and it, it taught me to stand up for what I believe and not to just blindly follow, you know? So how do we involve others if you decide not to celebrate? Like what do we do? Right. So with your spouse, if you don't want to celebrate this year and you decide some advice is just have a heart to heart with your spouse about your feelings. It's important that you're on the same page for the kids. It'll totally confuse them. So you try to privately talk to them. Do not have this conversation in front of the kids. Try to see if you can be like a collective decision this year. If that's something you feel like doing right. Not participating and make a decision, whatever it is. Don't confuse them. Try to make it like one decision for years to come. Um, family I know can be hard like your extended family they just don't get why you can't just do whatever they do I've always sung a different tune to be honest guys with my family and I'm proud of how my children turned out and do you know you all know what feels right for your kids and you need to come to terms with what you believe and you need to um, not be swayed by every single person like I said that tells you to think otherwise and everyone else is entitled to their opinion you know but so are you And and that's really the end of that. You know, have your own. It's your right. And be patient with your family members when they don't understand. Pray for them. Be kind to them, even if they're not. And if it's with a teacher, what I would say is you could privately tell your teacher, your child's teacher, you don't wish to participate. If you're going to like a huge party that day, a lot of times I just don't send my child, to be honest, because I think it could be like torturous. Um, But that's just just how we, we do. And, you know, it's 2019. It's a multicultural time they have to respect your religious beliefs or your personal beliefs. So to be honest, like no one can tell you, no, that's just the beauty of, you know, the West and the things that if they're able to do anything they want and wear no clothes and LGBT, then we can choose to do whatever we feel is is right for our family. So that's the beauty of everyone having a choice, right? We're free to practice and choose. And, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. I know for myself firsthand You'll figure it out if you really want to follow and and do something for your children that you feel is something you need to do. Okay? So, after addressing all all the things above, um, like they said, the four points, for myself, I decided not to celebrate Halloween. And that was just, you know, my choice for myself. And I've come up with creative ways to keep my kids happy at the time of the year and have other things to look forward to. I don't do it like in lieu of Halloween, I don't try to like upstage Halloween, I make a completely new tradition. For them to look forward to like usually because there's so many really great um just like harvest time we make sure that we know certain foods come in season and we bake certain foods together that we know my kids love like I have one particular daughter who just loves pumpkin pie another one apple picking time she likes apple fritters or something it becomes a communal time where they know they're gonna bake with mommy or shop with mommy or apple pick or um, pumpkin pick with mommy nothing to do with halloween We literally have just created a totally separate focus so much that my kids see it as a fun time where they know mommy's gonna take them out, gonna do activities, gonna spend time with them. And believe me, they really, really want that. As much as you think they just want to like buy things and have instant gratification, at, at the young ages, what they really want is your love and attention. So you giving that to them and creating bonds and memories is actually um, probably the best thing you could do for them at that age. So I hope this is really helpful. Um, and inshallah ta'ala you're also going to kind of indirectly teach them how to avoid things in the future that let's say they blatantly know are haram. You're kind of training them in that way too. And, um, you know, also you're teaching them to find halal options when um, all of society wants to do something else. So I think it's a really great like indirect training as well for just life and things we have to come up with. If you guys have any questions um, or comments, please don't forget to reach me on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get the latest new podcast that is out. So great to talk to you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful October. Talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.